Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Great to have you with us. 888-933-93. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. So much territory to cover today. Uh, We're going to jump right into it. The big debate last night. Did you love it? (laughs) I'd like to know how many people in our audience. Actually, what do you think the percentage was? Five? Five percent, maybe. That loved it or no, watched, watched it? it? Oh, okay. Watched it at all? I think. Uh, I think they depend on you and uh, this program, <laughs> right? To, to so bring they don't them have to. All yeah. of the clips. Yeah, that's what they were saying last night. Have fun, y'all. Good, enjoy the, yourself because I'm watching something else. And it is so not fun. No, it's really hard to describe how unfun the Democrat debates are. And they expected, I think, more fireworks than were delivered. Uh, yeah, and- interesting moment. Do we have the moment at the end where uh, Bernie extends his hand to Elizabeth Warren? She refuses to shake it. No, we should show that during the course of the show because I mean, amazing, amazing. Their little tiff it just left him hanging there, like so obvious. They're on camera, everybody's watching, mm. and you just refuse to shake his hand. Really. Pretty petty. Wow. Yeah. I didn't see that. Uh, but he did say, you know, that a, a woman can't be president. Uh, hmm? In fact, I think he said women probably shouldn't even have any role outside of the kitchen. Didn't he say that? Wow. Uh, wow. So, yeah. Another video clip we yeah. don't have. We don't have that uh-uh. one either? No. Uh-uh. I would have thought that would have jumped right off the huh. right off the screen. Yeah, I must have been producers. snoozing during that one. <laughs> you must have been. Mm. All right. So uh, let's go over the debate. I don't, I don't have a sheet here to, that tells here me. Do. Uh, yeah, it's do a, I? Yeah. Uh, where? Is it this? Right there. Oh, there it is. It's buried. I see. Okay, because you selected uh, some <clears throat> tweets that we got after the show wrapped up yesterday. Uh, like this one from Real Tyler Morgan. A room decorated by Jeffy. Yeah, I'd love for Jeffy to yeah, get all well. spoons. Feeling in a... Uh, get, get feeling better in a, in a room that is uh, yeah. you know made just for him. Look at that. Where was that, I wonder? I don't know. Uh, Tyler tweeted that out and hope you're feeling better, big man. And uh, Jeffy's 18 spoons. Governor Abbott just has to use his Obama voice. Uh, at some point, you've taken in enough refugees. <laughs> As he announced that we're not going to have any more in Texas. Uh-huh. <laughs> From Abner Normal. Just heard this morning's show when Keith and Pat discussed what they do. When asked what station they work for, yeah, because when we run into people and mm-hmm. uh, who was it we were talking about initially that it, it's difficult for them to talk about the job they have? Uh, what was that profession? Well, probably the poop picker up. Yeah, it was a poop picker up. <laughs> yeah, and we were saying we're even more embarrassed to, to admit what we do. <laughs> well, not embar- you're just, you were cautious because you don't know mm. if you're in friendly territory or not. I'm also embarrassed. Oh, so, really? oh, yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so Fair when they enough. ask, I'm like, uh, I'm in broadcasting. <laughs> what kind of broadcasting? Oh, communications is where I start. Yeah. Then I go to broadcasting. Yep. Then I go to radio. Radio. And then I go to, well, what do you do on the radio? I, I actually just carry the radio around with me in my work when I poop, pick up poop on the sidewalk. Oh. Uh, yeah. That's, oh. What I, that's what I do. So. Uh-huh. Anyway, the suggestion here is when asked what station they work for. How can they not respond with 1099 the big frog? Yeah. Uh, traffic and weather together every seven minutes on the nines. 
Uh, yeah. I mean, that's an oversight by us. That is. That, that I'm going to start doing Egregious. that. I am going to start doing that. Uh, how much you like uh, 109.9 The Frog? That's where I work. You listen all the time, do you? I bet a lot of people would say yes. And they would say yes, would just say like yes. just like in More on Trivia. Yep. Oh, it's my favorite station. From Derek Hillen. So somehow it's Trump's fault that Iran shot down a commercial flight. Yet, it wasn't Obama's fault when guns from his Fast and Furious policy were used in the Paris terrorist attack. And to kill a border agent. What a great point. Thank you. Yeah, we should frame that. Mm. Put it up on the wall. That's oh, a well, tremendous That's a wall point. of fame tweet right there. Uh, oh, this is from Dylan? Oh, yeah, he put up a poll yesterday. What will happen first? <laughs> okay, so here's a poll of what will happen first. Pat watches Jack Ryan season two. <laughs> Jeffy gets Disney Plus. Or Guam will tip over and uh, capsize. That, of course, won 73 to 14%. Oh, yeah. You know your audience, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so if you haven't had a chance to vote, I think there's a few more hours left on that. We will uh, have uh, Pat retweet that poll out, uh, at Pat Unleashed on Twitter, if you'd like to participate. Also, uh, the debate last night. Where do we begin? I guess with uh, Joe Biden, we'll start just start at Joe Biden, talking about how great the Iran deal was working. Mm-hmm. It was perfect. It really was. I was part of that deal to get the nuclear agreement with Iran, bringing together the rest of the world, including some of the folks who aren't friendly to us. And it was working. It was working. It was being held tightly. There was no movement on the part of the Iranian government to get closer to a nuclear weapon. Please. If he really believes that, he's a buffoon. Uh, But we all know he's just a lying sack. There's no way that deal was working as they say it was. It just... just it was a terrible deal. Everybody knew it when they signed it. They signed it anyway because well, the they had to do something. The money was fungible. Mm-hmm. Don't forget that. No, I, I haven't forgotten that. <laughs> uh, also, <clears throat> here's Bernie denying that he said Elizabeth Warren, uh, that he told Elizabeth Warren that a woman can't win the presidency. Let's not turn to an issue that's come up in the last 48 hours. Senator Sanders, CNN reported yesterday that, and Senator Sanders, Senator Warren confirmed in a statement that in 2018, you told her that you did not believe that a woman could win the election. Why did you say that? Well, as a matter of fact, I didn't say it. Wow. Uh, And I don't want to waste a whole lot of time on this because this is what Donald Trump and maybe some Mm. of the media want. Uh, Anybody knows me knows that it's incomprehensible that I would think that a woman could not be president of the United States. Go to YouTube today. There's some video of of me 30 years ago talking about how a woman could become president of the United States. In 2015, I deferred, in fact, to Senator Warren. There was a movement to draft Senator Warren to run for president. And you know what? I said, stayed back. Senator Warren decided not to run, and I did did run afterwards. Hillary Clinton won the popular vote by three million votes. How could anybody in a million years not believe that a woman could become president of the United States. And let me be very clear. If any of the women on this stage or any of the men on this stage win the nomination, I hope that's not the case. I hope it's me. (laughs) But if they do, I will do everything in my power to make sure that they are elected in order to defeat the most dangerous president in the history of our country. So, Senator Sanders, Senator Sanders, I do want to be clear here. You're saying that you never told Senator yeah, Warren that a woman have to could say not it? win the election. That is correct. I mean, 
That wasn't the last time. We got let's get this next clip. Here, listen to this. Senator Sanders, I do want to be clear oh, okay, here. I'm sorry, never mind. Same that was it. That Same one. Okay, very Senator good. Warren All right, that a we got it. Could not- yes. Yes, that's what he's saying. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, and he's said it multiple times now. Mm-hmm. And so she phrased the question anyway. Why did you say that? Because Elizabeth Warren... Well, it's Elizabeth Warren's accusation. She can't confirm her own accusation. <laughs> and Elizabeth Warren confirmed that you didn't say that. Yeah. So why enough. did you say that? Good enough. I didn't. Wow, that's bizarre. That's just bizarre that news people, so-called journalists, just except what Elizabeth Warren said over what Bernie said. I mean, they chose sides in that debate. That's crazy. Wow. And it it's kind of crazy to believe that Bernie would say that. He's completely progressive and socialist. Why would he say, and it, here's what he said back in, as he mentioned, 1988 wow. about a woman's chances for the president. The real issue is not whether you're black or white, whether you're a woman mm. or a man. In my view, a woman could be elected president of the United States. <gasps> the real issue is whose side are you on? Are you on the side of workers and poor people? Lockers. Or are you on the side of big Lockers. money and the corporations? Uh-huh. Okay. Well, there you go. Back in 1988, he believed it. Well, Senator Sanders, why did you change your mind? From what you said 32 years ago. <laughs> I mean, that's that's the CNN way, I guess. Why did you change your mind then? Here's this clip from 1988. Why don't you believe this anymore? <laughs> I'm surprised I didn't say that. I, I am too. <laughs> uh, what, a way, what a way to handle that. That is just amazing. Uh, and so, Bernie was pretty pissed. Uh, but he at least extended his hand to shake Elizabeth Warren's uh, look at this moment between the two of them. Very special. Oh, whoa. Oh, golly. Little she, cold thought, she thought about it. No, oh, no, no, no. I'm going to be a. Extended petty. his hand and she left him hanging. Wow, she is so ridiculous. Yeah, she's despicable. Despicable. So she claims she has a better chance to beat Donald Trump than anyone else on the stage. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's what she had to say about I disagreed. That. Bernie is my friend, and I am not here to try to fight with Bernie. But look, this question about whether or not a Mm. woman can be president has been raised, and it's time for us to attack it head on. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think the best way to talk about who can win is by looking at people's winning record. So Mm -hmm. can a woman beat Donald Trump? Look at the men on this stage. Collectively, they have lost 10 elections. The only people on this stage who have won every single election that they've been in are the women, Amy so and true. me. So true. And the only person on this stage who has beaten an incumbent Republican any time in the past 30 years is me. And here's what I know. The real danger that we face as Democrats is picking a candidate who can't pull our party together or someone who takes for granted big parts of the Democratic constituency. We need a candidate who will excite all parts of the Democratic Party, bring everyone in, and give everyone a Democrat to believe in. Mm-hmm. That's my plan, and that is That's why I'm going to win. Senator my plan. Mm. Okay, so she, she cherry-picked that 30-year mark because Bernie won an election against a Republican in 1990. 
Okay, so that's why she settled on that. Mm. And a lot of these folks haven't even faced Democrat uh, Republicans. Um, so that, that that's completely disingenuous. But um, uh, a lot of people, a lot of liberals, that's what's fun during these debates is to go and see what liberals are saying. And I'm telling you, she ha- I can't wait to see polling data in two weeks after this uh, lie about him saying a woman can't be president, can't be elected, and what she just pulled there um, because uh, they pointed out on Twitter, a bunch of liberals, that she was a Republican 30 years ago. It wasn't until mm. 1996 that she switched her party affiliation. So she keeps sticking her neck out with, with this ridiculous stuff. And it keeps getting chopped the off. The base is not happy with her right now. I can't wait for polling data. It's going to right at uh, right at caucus time. So anyhow, um, but boy, the, the, then the follow-up between the two, uh, Warren and Sanders on this 30-year thing, it was like the two oldest people in your family arguing yeah. at Thanksgiving or something. About Here's how that went. Just to set the record straight, I defeated an incumbent Republican uh, running for Congress. When? 1990. Exactly That's 30 years ago. Be the Republican congressman. <laughs> Number two. Of course. I, I don't think there's any debate up here. What, wasn't that 30 years ago? <laughs> I beat an incumbent Republican <laughs> congressman. And I said, I was the only one who's beaten an incumbent Republican in 30 uh-huh. years. Uh-huh. Well, 30 years ago. Uh-huh. It's 1990, as a matter of fact. <laughs> but I don't know that that's the major issue of the day. I think what. Wow, these, I mean, the pettiness, uh, the enmity. This is going to be fun. Yeah. This is going to be fun now. Uh, that they're starting to really wear on each other. You, you can't have this long an election process <laughs> with this many people and bring them together this many times without having a little contention develop. And now it has. I mean, they started out this race by agreeing that neither would attack the other. Uh, and how's that working out for them? I mean, Warren has done this all to herself, and she has been so dumb and played this so poorly the last 72 hours that she's not even going to be considered for vice presidential slot if Bernie gets the nomination. Oh, yeah, I think that's true. 888-933-93. All right, let me take 60 seconds to tell you about uh, Tommy John, because when it comes to comfort, you know, down below there's underwear. And then there's Tommy John. Mm-hmm. Revolutionary clothing brand defined comfort for Americans everywhere, including us sitting right here in this studio. Uh, Tommy John really doesn't, they don't give an F. They give three <laughs> Fs, fabric, fit, and function. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> they obsess over every little detail and stitch by using propri- proprietary fabrics that perform like nothing you've ever worn before. So soft and smooth it feels just fantastic on your skin and it it is by far i think the most comfortable underwear you'll ever own uh and the good news is that it's also available uh for women too now they they've got a great women's line uh so women aren't going to be kept out in the cold on this either tommy john is so confident in their underwear that if you don't love your first pair you get a full refund with their best pair you'll ever wear or its free guarantee. So if you'd like to shop in the store, you can find them in over 1,200 retail locations across the country, including Nordstrom, stores nationwide. Uh, but 
if you want to get them right away and save a bunch of money, go to TommyJohn.com slash Unleashed, and you'll get 20% off your first order. TommyJohn.com slash Unleashed for 20% off your first order. TommyJohn.com slash Unleashed. So who won that debacle last night? I don't know. Nobody. I don't have any idea. I think they were all losers in yeah, that thing last night. They were all, all equally bad. Well, I don't know. We'll get to Klobuchar later. She She's really bad. Klobuchar's terrible. <laughs> uh, she was rambling last night about, I don't know, health care or something. Yeah, uh, here here uh, she is Senator rambling. Sanders and I have worked together on pharmaceuticals for a long, long time, and we agree on this. But what I uh-huh. don't agree with is that we, sh- his position on health care. This debate isn't real. I was in Vegas the other day, and someone said, don't mm-hmm. put your chips on a number on the wheel that isn't even on the wheel. What? That's the problem. <laughs> Over two-thirds Wait, of the Democrats from the U.S. Senate are not on the bill that you and Senator Warren are on. Uh, mm-hmm. You have numerous governors that are Democratic that don't support this. You have numerous House members that put Nancy Pelosi in as speaker. The answer Hmm. is a nonprofit public option. The answer is the real debate we should be having is how do we make it easier for people to get coverage for addiction and mental health? I have a plan for that. And then finally, what should we do about long-term care? The elephant that doesn't even fit in this room. We need to make it easier for people to get long-term care insurance. We need to make it easier for them to pay for their premiums. Uh, My own dad, I know when his long-term care insurance ends. And then we have some savings for him. He's in assisted living. Uh, He got married three times, whole nother story, so there isn't much (laughs) there. But then we go to Medicaid, and I've already talked to Catholic Elder Care. They're willing to take him in. Our story is better than so many other families. We have to make it easier for long-term care. It's not just for seniors. It's also for the sandwich generation, people trying to help their parents. Senator Warren. Okay, okay. Okay. There's no stopping her. No. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm sorry. Thank you. Shut up. <laughs> so the bullet points I wrote down there, she starts talking about health care. Then she starts talking about a Vegas wheel. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then she starts talking about elephants not fitting in a room. Her dad's been married three times. I'm sure he appreciated that. Uh, and then what is a sandwich generation? Have you ever heard that term? No. Sandwich generation. Oh, okay. Well, in their 30s or 40s, responsible for bringing up their own children and care for their aging parents. I've never heard that. I've neither. The sandwich generation. Now I'm hungry. Okay. Uh, she also uh, had a really nice moment talking about her friend, the Kansas governor. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Good. yeah Kansas has a woman governor right now, mm-hmm. and she beat Chris Kobach. And her name um, is, I'm very proud to know her, and her and, name is and, uh, um, uh, yeah. Governor Kelly. Thank Kelly. you. Kelly. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. So somebody actually told her her name is Kelly. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. It's Governor Kelly. She's a very close. You know, very, I mean, absolute, my best friend in the world, uh, uh, Governor, um, uh, uh, you know, the... Uh, like, I know I know who she beat. She, uh, but yeah, she beat that guy. Her name is so tricky. I mm-hmm. can't remember it. It's, <laughs> it's a really unusual... One of those really complicated names? Yeah. Ah, it's two syllables. Oh! 
It escapes me. Look, look at her. Look at her staring into the camera. She wants to just melt away right there. Can we play this again? Kansas has a woman governor the, right now. And she beat Chris Kobach. Okay. And Yay. her name um, is, this. I'm very proud to know oh, no. her. And uh, her name is she's very proud um, uh, Governor uh, Kelly. Thank you. Kelly, you're welcome. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> she wanted embarrassing. to Embarrassing. That's an embarrassing moment. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's no, what are the three <laughs> departments I want to get rid of? No. But uh, And nobody will talk about it because it's democrats and they never get hammered for this kind of stuff uh but wow what a what a group of losers that was oh, last yeah. night. oh gosh just hey. embarrassing and we haven't even talked about uh mayor pete or tom steyer yet right oh gosh i have uh i have the graph of who spent the most time talking and i don't i don't know where that is now but it was fascinating elizabeth warren had had the most time she talked for i think 18 some minutes okay uh 18 biden was only fourth do you have that graph i got it here yeah it's warren Warren, sanders warren's right at 19 minutes yeah 1859 then you got sanders at 1751 klobuchar klobuchar uh, was third 1736 because they couldn't shut her up Uh uh-huh mayor pete 1645 okay so he's fourth Mm -hmm. and then biden biden 1622 tom fifth yeah tom steyer 1237. <laughs> I'm surprised you even got 12 minutes because who cares? Nobody cares what Tom Steyer thinks about anything, do they? Man, he he looked like a I mean, deer in headlights. Oh, he's terrible. Every time he talks. He's, he's absolutely terrible. He should stick to just paying for these ads that he's mostly not in. Uh, and then some, sometimes he's in them and narrates it or talks his way through it or helps people while he's you know, being talked about or whatever, but his best moments are not live. That's for sure. The guy can't, <laughs> he can't debate. He should pay to stay out of the debates. Oh. <laughs> I'll give you a uh, hundred million dollars if you don't include me in the next debate. <laughs> <laughs> I'll wow. donate it right to the party and anybody can use this stuff. Just please don't invite me to the next one. Bad. Just uh, bad. Elizabeth Warren, though, had a great way of saving money on our debt, of oh. paying down the debt. This is brilliant. Socialist paradise. Here yep. we go. Here's what she said. So look, the way I think we need to do this is we need a wealth tax in America. Okay. Uh, we need sure. to ask people with fortunes sure. above $50 million to pay more. Mm-hmm. And that means that the lowliest millionaire that I would tax under this wealth tax would be paying about $19 million in the first year in taxes. If he wants to send Holy his kid crap. to public university, then I'm okay with that. Because oh, I'm what glad we really you are. need to talk about is the bigger economic here picture go. here. Yeah, the bigger. We need to be willing to put a wealth tax in place, to ask those giant corporations that are not paying to pay uh-huh. because that's how we build an economy and for those who want to talk about it bring down the national debt yeah let's do that you do universal child care and you got a lot of mamas who can go to work a lot of mamas who can finish their education okay we make that investment in universal college we've got thank a lot you of senator senator education Aha, uh-huh. so there you go. That's how you pay down the debt. You get Paying for women college. working. And and you pay for people's college. You you make it easier for mm. allowing the government to raise your kid for you, and then you can reap the benefits of a of a larger workforce, I believe is what she's saying. She's also talking about uh forgiving the debt of of uh the college debt. Mm-hmm. Uh just let their debt obligation go. It just doesn't exist anymore. You just wipe it out. That's that's over a trillion dollars. I think it's 1.2 or 1.3 trillion dollars. 
How does that help the debt? That's money you're not. That's not coming in to the government uh, now. Uh, you can't just forgive the debt of every person who owes one. Wow. Uh, that's madness. Yeah, you're she right. Is absolutely nuts. One point five trillion dollars. Uh, that was a year Jeez. ago. So it's it's definitely larger than that now. No, absolutely. God. And she then she said the two percent tax on on a two cents millionaires. Just two cents. That's all she's asking for. Nineteen million dollars is what that adds up for the uh, uh, for a fifty million dollar uh, millionaire. Is that what that was? Yeah. Yeah. If is that. In addition to everything they're paying now? Yeah, that's her wealth tax, man. That just the wealth tax is gonna cost them nineteen million dollars. They're already paying 45, 50, 60 percent of their income. Then you're gonna tack on another nineteen million? <laughs> what? That's outrageous. That's outrageous. I wow. Uh, that was a that was a new figure to me. I I had not heard that before. Uh, pretty amazing. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three added pad unleashed on Twitter. But yeah, they can afford it. Don't worry about it. Uh, they won't even know it's gone. That's another nineteen million dollars that the government can waste on anything they want. Uh, and uh, and it doesn't matter because it's coming from people who shouldn't have that money anyway. There shouldn't be any millionaires. No. Shouldn't be any billionaires. It's just awful that there are in this in this world that people have that kind of money because they just shouldn't. (laughs) Wow. Uh, Then we get to uh, Mayor Pete. Mayor Pete, as always, found a way to uh, discuss discuss uh, scripture and religion. That's his thing. Really strange uh, tactic that he's taking, especially for a Democrat. Uh, but here he is talking about poverty in the scriptures. It hasn't come up very much tonight, but deserves a lot of attention. Poverty. Mm. You know, the Poor People's mm. Campaign is marching on Iowa right now, calling on us to talk about this issue more. They are driven by their faith. I think because even though in politics we're supposed to talk middle class, they know there's no scripture that says, as you've done unto the middle class, so you've done unto me. We've got to be making sure that we target our tax dollars where they will make the biggest difference. And I don't think subsidizing the children of millionaires and billionaires to pay absolutely zero in tuition of public colleges is the best use oh. of those scarce Senator taxpayer Warren. dollars. Okay. Well, that made a little bit of sense. A little bit. So he's saying that if... If we do have free college, it's not going to be for millionaires and billionaires. They'd have to pay for their kids to go to school, which, you know, I'm fine with. Yes. Everybody should have to pay for their college education, right? We've always paid for our college education. People who really wanted it badly enough found a way to make it happen. What they would do is work their way through college. Sometimes they would, I don't know, here's a concept. Save for college before they got to college. Huh. What would that be like? As if, you know, when you're a kid, you get a paper route and you save your money. Was that a four-letter word you just used? What was it again? Say How do you spell that again? I've never heard this word. S-A-V-E. No, it is. It's save. S-A-V-E. Okay, yeah. Wow. Yeah, save money. So that's a thing. That's a thing. It can happen. All right. It doesn't anymore, apparently. Sounds like a fairy tale. But it can happen. Hmm. Maybe you apply yourself in your schooling and you get scholarships. Sometimes that can happen, too. Huh. Here's another concept. 
What if you don't go to a school that's so expensive it straps you with debt for the rest of your life? I mean... But what if you want to? But if you really uh, want to go there... Yeah. You're saying that... Like if you really want to go to Harvard? Yeah. Well, then you're going to have to pay for Harvard. You know, and maybe you should find ways to do that if you can't afford it. Hopefully I can time it out. And then sometimes you're going to have to decide, well, I can't afford it, so I'm going to have to go somewhere else. Mm -mm. Yeah. And maybe you have to settle for a uh, state school. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I know. I'm from a different generation, sir, (laughs) and I get what I want. Right. Whatever it is, I get it. Whether that's an Ivy League education or uh, yep. whatever it is. And then I eventually... You owe, we owe it to you, Yep, actually. Absolutely. Yeah, and and I'm going to become a voting age, and then I'm going to elect someone that's going to say all of that debt that I've accrued over the years uh, going to these colleges, um, I don't have to pay it. Mm-hmm. That's how it's going to work out. Yeah, there's no personal responsibility. Nobody's accountable. I can't believe the things we discuss in this oh, it's crazy. election. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> Madness. I mean, these concepts aren't even discussed. It's like, well, kids, they they can't have that kind of debt coming out, so we got to make it free. No, they need to figure out how to pay for it, so they don't they don't come out with all that debt if they don't want all that debt. <laughs> Just like everybody, every generation has previous to this one. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. More Pat Gray unleashed coming up. Pat Gray. Yeah, this wealth tax. Is fascinating. On a person like Mark Zuckerberg, uh, you know, who's worth, what, $57 billion, it'd be a 3% tax on his wealth. So it would be, in addition to everything else he pays in taxes, whatever that is, you know, it's at least 44% because of all the taxes uh, federally now. But then you add state, state taxes to that. The income tax alone is probably at least 55% on on the wealthy so this new tax this wealth tax would add another 1.7 billion dollars in the first year to the taxes of mark zuckerberg 1.7 another 1.7 billion billion on him now he doesn't make a billion dollars a year he's just worth that with all of his holdings not income right Right. (laughs) so he's being taxed on his entire wealth portfolio. So, I mean, you are talking about almost $2 billion in additional taxes on people like Mark Zuckerberg. Now, is, are, are people going to, is anybody going to shed a tear over Mark Zuckerberg? First of all, he's he's progressive. He He supports this kind of crap. Or at least, you know, I don't know that any of these billionaires support Elizabeth Warren, because she's so extreme. But they love progressivism, and now they're going to be the victims of it. Um, so it's hard to have a lot of sympathy for but that's it's immoral. It's absolutely immoral to do this to anybody. I don't care how, how much they make. That it, It's ridiculous what she is proposing. 888 Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter, Kenny Sullivan tweets, I watched it. <laughs> Same boring group of people who are worse at math than Keith. Oh, hey. Well, thank yeah. you, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. B. DeBodine, Warren, I'm not here to fight with, with Bernie. I'm here to destroy him. <laughs> no kidding. She's destroying <clears throat> herself, though. That's what's so fun. Yeah, I think people are really getting pissed at her. Mm-hmm. Head chef at Bernie's Gulag. <laughs> oh, we got to get gotta, that. Yeah. The reason Tom Steyer doesn't appear in his own ads, his overwhelming charisma. 
Yeah, it's 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 almost <laughs> too much. Too to much, take, right? The Steve Forty Two My Mortgage identifies as a student loan. <laughs> oh, good plan. His mortgage does. I yeah, I think oh, mine, mine does too. too. Yes. So ah. <laughs> my car payments, everything. Also, someone someone tweeted out uh, Elizabeth Warren was disingenuous. I'm stunned. Uh, to which Spinal Fusion tweets, she's also disindigenous. Disindigenous. <laughs> disindigenous. Uh, that's a good yeah. term. I like that. <laughs> All right. We got to get to this gulag thing. This is amazing. Uh, James O'Keefe from Project Veritas goes undercover on a whole bunch of issues and has over the years secretly recorded some pretty extraordinary things that and in almost every case the mainstream media completely disregards nobody nobody picks up on it i mean we report it here on talk radio and then it just dies a, a sudden death because for whatever reason well because they're so damning i think and they just so the mainstream media just dismisses them out of hand oh that's out of context you mean it's out of okay? Tell me the correct context. Tell me what context there could be for a, a statement like that. You know, out of context, you have to change the meaning of what they're saying in order for it to be out of context. Of course, you'd include include <clears throat> the entire hour long conversation. You just uh, you have a portion of it. But because they can continually scream out of context, they just dismiss these. But listen to this uh, campaign staffer. He's, he's paid staff in the Bernie Sanders campaign. And uh, he's talking about how people are going to have to be re-educated. Listen to this. The reason Joseph Stalin had gulags, right? Mm-hmm. Gulags, yeah. And actually, gulags were a lot better than like what like the CIA has oh, told us yeah, that they, they were. were. Yeah, yeah. Like people were actually paid a living wage in gulags. <laughs> what? They had conjugal visits in gulags. Huh? Gulags were actually meant for like re-education. The greatest way to break really a billionaire of their like mm-hmm. privilege and their idea that they're superior. Go out and break rocks and crawl over today. Huh. You're now a working class person, and you're gonna learn what that means, <laughs> right? Gulags, you know, they get a bad rap. Gulags do. They're actually fun. Mm-hmm. They're actually uh, sort of like luxury resorts without any of the luxury and some torture added. That's all. Um, <laughs> Were people uh, actually paid a living wage in gulags? I've heard? Uh, I don't believe so well that's what i just heard from the bernie sanders employee Uh uh-huh yeah people were paid a living wage in gulags are you what in the world um he also had a lot to say about uh uh nazis and this is fascinating let's see if i can find this uh because some of what he said was Absolutely astounding. Mm. Uh, Kyle Jurek. Mm-hmm. He said that uh, that Bernie's free education policies will teach you how not to be an effing Nazi. <laughs> okay. Uh, just like they did in Germany. Jurek also said that people should expect violent reaction yeah. for speech. Uh, and here's what he said about 
uh, Milwaukee burning in uh, in 2020 at the Democrat National Convention. Bernie doesn't get the nomination. Bernie goes to the second round at the DNC convention. Milwaukee will burn. Wow. If Bernie doesn't get... start in Milwaukee and then mm. when the police push back on that, other cities will Another city. Wow. Okay. And then he makes an explosion sound. Okay, well, that's comforting. So Bernie doesn't get the nomination. This Bernie employee says that Milwaukee will burn and then other cities will too. Then he's asked, he's asked by the undercover reporter, uh, do you even think that some of these like MAGA people could be re-educated? And here's what Jurek said. I mean, we got to try. Like... In Nazi Germany, after the fall of the Nazi party, there was an S-ton of the populace that was effing Nazified. Germany had to spend billions of dollars re-educating their effing people to not be Nazis. <laughs> like, we're probably going to have to do the same effing thing here. That's kind of what Bernie's effing like. Hey, free education for everybody, because we're going to have to teach you to not be an effing Nazi. If Bernie doesn't, and then what he said there about Milwaukee. Now, what's fascinating to me is that uh, he's using he's using Nazi rhetoric as he's talking about re-educating others not to be Nazis. <laughs> I mean, this guy is the stinking Nazi. Mm-hmm. He said, uh, there's a reason Joseph Stalin had gulags, right? Actually, gulags were a lot better than... What the CIA has. And then he said what, what we just played for you a minute ago. Greatest way to break an effing millionaire of their like privilege and the idea that they're superior. Go out and break rocks for 12 hours a day. I, I mean, it's, it's obviously lost on them. The self-awareness that what they're doing is exactly what the Nazis did. And yet they're claiming that they're anti-Nazi. <laughs> uh, wow, is this weird. This is just weird stuff. And will anybody in the mainstream media pick this up? Will CNN talk about this today and say, look, at here's, uh, here's a guy who's, uh, I don't know, a little extreme? That should have been a part of the debate last night. Bernie Sanders should have been asked that directly. Yeah, he should have. Hey, hey. what about your, uh, your freaking Nazi employee? Uh-huh. in? Was that in Iowa? I think it was. Uh, yeah, student campaign organizer somewhere. <sighs> um, they should have asked that. And they should have been asking the Democrats last night, why the House had such a hard time passing a resolution um, yesterday that would have supported, uh, would express support for the protesters in Iran. Oh, yeah. And it would condemn the yeah. nation of Iran from uh, shooting down that... Did uh, all Democrats vote against that? No, no, but enough to block it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Something simple. It's a resolution. It's unbelievable. We're not asking for anything other than, do you support the protesters... Unbelievable. And condemn the missile shootdown of the passenger jet. No. Nah. The only one they condemn is Donald Trump. Oh, yeah. That's who they condemn. That's who they hate. That's who they oppose. That's who they fight against. Tooth and nail every single day. Donald Trump. They don't, they don't care about ISIS. They don't care about Iran. They don't care about the Taliban. They don't care about any of that. All they want, the only, the only entity they want to stop on this planet is Donald Trump. Because they hate his guts that much. 888 uh, Also, we got into a little climate change because, well, they're Democrats, and what would a night be <laughs> okay. if you didn't talk gonna about it? We're going to power through these last few, huh? <laughs> yeah. Uh, here's Buttigieg blaming floods and fires on climate change. Mm-hmm. Mayor Buttigieg, 
you've talked about helping people move from areas at high risk of flooding. But do you? But what do you do about farms and factories that simply can't be moved? That's why we have to fight climate change with such urgency. Climate change has come to America from coast to coast. We're seeing it in Iowa. We've seen it in historic floods in my community. What? I had to activate our emergency operations center for a once in a millennium flood. Then two years later, had to do the same thing. Mm -hmm. In Australia, there are literally tornadoes made of fire taking place. Yeah, this is no longer theoretical. Pause it for a second. This is no longer. Oh, I just I can't take it. <sighs> it's because of the heat. It's not the, the heat uh, generated by the fire is doing that. And the fires were generated by arson. The fires were not generated by climate change. They were started by arsonists, and over 200 people have been arrested so far for starting these Australian fires. Yep. How are they allowed to get away with this over and over and over again? Nobody corrects them and stops them and says, Dude, (laughs) these fires were not started by climate change. Have you seen the arrests being made? They were started on purpose by human beings. <laughs> I, I mean, all right, let's see the rest of this. It's <laughs> made so of hard to fire do. taking place. This is no longer theoretical. This is no longer off in the future. Okay. We have got to act, yes, to adapt, to make sure our communities are more mm-hmm. resilient, to make sure our economy is ready for the consequences that are going to happen one way or the other. But we also have to ensure that we don't allow this to get any worse. Mm-hmm. And if we get it right... Farmers will be a huge part of the solution. We need to reach out to the very people who have sometimes been made to feel that accepting climate science would be a defeat for them, whether we're talking about farmers or industrial workers in my community, mm. and make mm. clear that we need to enlist them but Mayor in the national project to do something to about To clarify, this. what do you do about farms and factories that cannot be relocated? We are going to have to use federal funds to make sure that we are supporting those whose lives will inevitably be impacted further by the increased severity and the increased frequency. And by the way, that is happening to farms, that is happening to factories, and that disproportionately happens to black and brown Americans, which is why equity and environmental justice have to be at the core of our climate. Thank you, Mayor Buttigieg. So uh, the weather disproportionately affects minorities. Yeah, we've talked about this on this show. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, we've talked about how we pollute. Climate change is racist. Correct. Right? Right. So we pollute in the suburbs. Yeah. And then we direct the pollution... Because uh-huh. we don't want to deal with that. Right. We send it over to the urban areas. Yeah. And we let send, them deal with it. You can't breathe yeah. over there. We're fine over here. But We send the consequences to the urban Correct. areas. That's exactly what it is. Uh-huh. <laughs> because we're so hateful yep. uh, of minority populations. That, I, I, please explain that to me. Please just explain explain it to me. How that how that is happening. Where blacks are more affected by weather than white people are. Let me explain to you. What do you mean? You... I just so you I don't, don't get your invitations to the to the meetings that we go to. I, I don't. No, we discuss I, the ways we it. direct the pollution from the suburbs into the urban areas. Is that? <laughs> yeah, that's the one I'd like explain. All right, after the show, I'll, I'll right. get you the. You pass- show me how you I'll do that. You, I'll give you the passcode. Okay, and it's a special knock too. 
And did you see how Tom Steyer wanted so desperately? Because he was giddy there, waiting. Oh, yeah. man, he wants to talk <laughs> about climate talk. Wait, climate change? This is my subject. <laughs> this is me. I'm the climate change guy. It Yay. used to be Al Gore. Now it's me. It's me. Let me talk about me. Please. <laughs> I saw it, man. He was, oh, he was chomping at the bit there. He was psyched. Here he is talking about declaring a state of emergency. Oh, good. This would be fun. It'd be great. But this is why climate is my number one priority. Right. And I'm still shocked that I'm the only person on this stage who will say this. Oh, I would declare a state of emergency on day one. one. Oh, good. Stop for a second. I would do it. (laughs) Yay. Yes. That's what we need is a declared climate emergency. That's day one. Day one. Day one. And really, I mean, he's really. Wow. When, wow. when they when they do this day one claim, mm-hmm. they're really putting themselves into a box, you know. Because think about it, you got the inauguration at noon, right? And you, you gotta you gotta do a little swearing in, go yep. to your little inauguration ball. You gotta make your speech. Mm-hmm. I mean, by the time you're getting to the White House, it's getting pretty late. It's after dark. Yeah, it, I mean, for me, yeah. it would be past my business bedtime. hours are definitely over. So it's like seven o'clock at night. Maybe just and now day one, you got to declare a climate emergency. Just say first week, Tom. <laughs> Because it'll have the same impact. Well, no, because we won't survive. If he doesn't do it day one, we will not survive the first week of his presidency. Oh, yeah. We'll skip the ball and let's get to signing. I mean, forget the 2030 stuff. If we don't do this by January 20th, 2021, let's say by 7.30 p.m., we're done. So, We're done. I gotcha. Okay. I didn't, I'm sorry I didn't realize that dire. Yeah, I, I can't believe, Keith, you're that irresponsible. That's the All word. right. Let's see the rest of this. <laughs> and I'm still shocked that I'm the only person on this stage who will say this. I would declare a state of emergency on day one on climate. <laughs> that I is would, unreal. I would do it from the standpoint of environmental justice and make sure we go to the black and brown communities where you can't breathe the justice. air or drink the water that comes out of the tap safely. I'm but sorry, I also what? know this. Pause it for We're again. Create this is meal. just too much. See, this is the thing. We're redirecting. He this knows. This is too much. He knows. <laughs> He's so... <clears throat> okay, in black and brown communities, mm-hmm. in the United States of America... Yes. You can't breathe the air or drink the water? Okay, do you live... Where is that? ...in these black and brown communities? I don't. Okay. Keith, I don't. So why don't we make a little field trip today into okay. some black and brown communities... And drink the water. And, and drink the water. Well, you can't. I'll drink can... it right out of the faucet. And, and but Will it kill me dead instantly? Uh, well, I don't want to... <laughs> I don't want to paint a negative light on the whole day, but we do need to experience this because hateful whitey in the suburbs is directing the pollution. May I remind you of something? Mm-hmm. Uh, you used to live in one of those black and brown areas. You I sure lived did. In, in Houston's third ward, which is predominantly black. Yeah. Now, did you breathe the air in the third ward and did you drink the third ward water? Because my guess is, yes, you did. And busted. Yeah. 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 I survived. Yeah. Yeah. But maybe that's why you're so accident prone now. Maybe, <laughs> maybe it, it's made you spastic. Right. It did is that damage. Possible? It did damage. It yeah. did damage. Yeah. yeah. Now, it, it didn't kill me. you instantly. No, but it affected me. Yeah. You, yes. you, you experienced the residuals of my time in Unreal. Houston's Third Ward every day here. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Um, crazy can i say uh you can't say anything because yeah. you're still alive still alive but we all know you're drastically affected by it so i mean there you every go. now and then i might have like a a subtle like like something like a twitch uh, yeah, or like something 
<laughs> That's from drinking the water. Drinking the water in, yeah. in Houston. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, All right. Let's. Is there more from Tom Steyer in this particular the clip? Air, or drink the water yes. that comes out of the tap safely. Okay. But I also know this. We're going to create millions of good-paying union good jobs paying across union this jobs. country. Yeah, good, it's going to be the biggest job program in American yeah. history. Yeah. So I know we have to do it. I know we can do it. Yeah, and I know winner. that we can do it in a way that makes us healthier, that uh-huh. makes us better paid, and is more just. Mm. And more just. Wow. More just. Okay. By the way, uh, as long as we're talking about Houston water, can uh-huh. I just say, the, the, I also live 45 minutes north of Houston. It was much worse up there, I'd like to point out. Was it? Been down in the urban center. I'm sorry, that, uh, but those are the whitey suburbs yeah, that you I, lived exactly. in. exactly. You lived in whitey suburbs. But I, I was sitting here, I got to And you're saying in. the water was worse there? That's not yeah, possible. Yeah, the entire time I was up there, it was it was. Okay, nasty. stop your hateful lies. Yeah. Stop it's your lies. It's cleaner in the, in the urban centers. <laughs> but doesn't Tom Steyer just, Maybe. he is a leader. Just natural born, gifted uh, yes. leader. I mean, he inspires. Yes. That man, he's got a plan and a finger that he likes to hold up. Ugh. Just what what a collection Amazing. of losers oh, the last worst. night. The worst. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Still, I gotta we gotta play that one that final Tom Steyer climate change thing, and we'll get to that uh, coming up on Pat Gray Unleashed. It's Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blaze. Great to have you with us. Thanks for being here. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Don't forget, please, uh, to subscribe to our YouTube channel now. Mm-hmm. YouTube.com slash Pat Unleashed, Pat, right? Pat Gray, Pat Gray Unleashed. Unleashed. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's a whole thing on YouTube. YouTube.com slash Pat Gray Unleashed. We got a bunch of stuff there. We're going to be adding much, much more to it. And so uh really helps us out if you would uh, subscribe. Uh, so the Democrat debate last night, we watched it, so you didn't have to. <laughs> uh, oh, although gosh. we've already heard from at least one other listener who actually admitted watching it so uh that's above and beyond the call of duty frankly right there <laughs> that is way above and beyond uh triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three also at pat unleashed on twitter bob blah blah mm. tweets uh wealth tax is a bougie way of describing a stock market crash <laughs> uh from dead ass ideas that <laughs> <laughs> was bound to happen right after yesterday's discussion <laughs> Let's just bypass all this debate on health care, billionaires, college tuition, et cetera, and just give everyone in America access to the U.S. Mint. <laughs> Problem solved. Yeah, and when you need it, you need a few extra bucks. You just go to the Mint and you print it up. I like it. Spend all you want. We'll print more. <laughs> it's just not that hard. Mr. I am Peach Mint tweets, the real danger is that children under, under 25 overwhelmingly trust and believe everything that these fools say. Sad but true. And that's what happened when we sent them to school and we didn't pay attention to what was being taught to them at school and they come home and they've just already soaked it up and absorbed it all. Now you get people churned out uh, like like Greta who thinks the world's going to end in 10 years. B. Bodine. Wait, a once in a millennial flood happened twice within a couple of months? Yeah, that's what <laughs> Butter Judge was saying, right? Yes, yes. So if it happened twice within a couple, of, it's not a once in a month, uh, once in a millennial event, right? You can call it whatever you want. Well, that was a once in a decade flood. What's the differentiation between a once in a decade and a once in a hundred years, once in a century? 
once in a century or once in a millennium. I mean, you're just terms that we apply to them. It doesn't really mean that that only happens once in a millennium. I remember when I was a kid growing up, uh, my mom had the radio on every day as we got ready for school. And they, ta- they were talking about floods in the Mississippi Valley almost every single day, it seemed to me. Floods, hurricanes, uh, the Bangladesh situation where George Harrison actually took a whole buttload of people and did a concert for Bangladesh and raised all that money for them because they had disaster after disaster. Earthquakes, tidal waves, floods. uh, Tens of thousands of people killed because of weather events. It's always happened on this planet, and it will always happen on this planet because the weather is cyclical. You get floods, you get drought. You get drought, you get floods. You get real a, a lot of snow one year, almost none the next. It's really cold one winter, eh, somewhat mild the next. It, this has always happened. Anyway, Tom Steyer. The best voice to stop climate change? Oh, sure. Yeah, it's going to be stopped by his voice. Check this out. Mr. Steyer, to clarify, you Mm. say you're the climate change candidate, but you made your $1.6 billion in part by investing in coal, oil, and gas. (laughs) So are you you the right messenger on this topic? I absolutely am. Look, we invested in every part of the economy, and over 10 years ago, I realized that there was something going on that had to do with fossil fuels that we had to change. So I divested from fossil fuels. I took the giving pledge to give most of my money away while I'm alive. And for 12 years, I've been fighting cl- the climate crisis. I've beat oil companies in terms of clean air laws. I've stopped fossil fuel plants in Oxnard, California. I fought the Keystone mm. Pipeline. I have a history of over a decade you. of leading the climate leading fight the climate. successfully. So actually, yes, I am the person here who has the chops and the history that says I'll make it priority and one because I've been doing it for a long time. Uh-huh. Day, day one. Uh, all right. Yeah. So he, he day one climate emergency. So you have to elect him so they can go clean up all of his messes. Is that what he's? I don't. Basically, yeah. Uh, hmm. That that's a pretty good summation of it. That's tough, man. Uh, but hey, I have good news. Uh huh. The next Democratic debate. Yeah. It's on a Friday night. Good. We won't even have to pay attention to it then. Yeah, I'm not watching a Friday night because no way anybody's talking about that on Monday. Hey, remember back on the debate on Friday night, we wanted to make sure we talk about. No. Yeah. I mean, I barely, we barely want to cover it when it happened last night. Uh, February 19th is the, I'm sorry, February 7th is the next. Uh, and that is a Friday night? I'm going to double check. That's what I double told check. you yesterday, right? You did tell me one of them was. I don't know if it's the next. Yeah, February 7th is a. Fr- Excellent. Why do they do that? I don't know, but don't remind them. Yeah. Don't tell them. Yeah. And then 19th, yeah. So that's completely buried in the weekend. Yes! That's really stupid. I mean, I'm glad they're doing it, but it's really stupid. (laughs) And they're stupid. Meanwhile, Joe Biden had to take some credit for stopping ISIS. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, Here's Joe. Vice President Biden is Senator Warren Wright. Well, I'll tell you what, Mm. there's a difference between combat troops and leaving special forces in a position. I was part of the coalition that put together 68 countries to deal with stateless terror Mm. as well as failed states. 
not us alone, 68 other countries. That's how we were able to defeat and, and end the caliphate for ISIS. They'll come back if we do not deal with them and we do not have someone who can bring together the rest of the world to go with us with small Got numbers it. of special forces we have to yeah. organize the effort mm. to take them down. Mm. Um, so it's, his, it's Joe. He did it. ISIS thrived while you were in power. Oh, yeah. They took over the whole region. I mean, seriously. Mm-hmm. Don't lie. Please stop. Donald Trump fixed that. You know it. Man. Uh, these people are despicable. <laughs> it's just, it's really, really hard to watch, really hard to listen to. Uh, and seriously, if this wasn't part of the job, I wouldn't watch one Not a second. second. Not a second of that crap. No way. It just pisses me off too much. It is so difficult to get through. Uh, and it it literally brings pain to my body <laughs> to sit through that stuff. Oh, man. 888-933-93. Also at uh, Pat Unleashed on Twitter. So they're all going to take care of climate change. Good. Uh, Good. Steyer would declare a climate day emergency one, day, day one. <clears throat> Meanwhile, James Murdoch, who is Rupert's son, okay. attacked News Corp. His dad's own corporation for denialism. Oh, what? What? In light of the Australian fires. Oh, my gosh. Stop it. James Murdoch and his wife, Catherine, issued a rare public rebuke of his dad's media empire, chastising News Corporation's tendency for, tendency for climate change denialism. Even as devastating wildfires tear through large swaths of his homeland, Australia. Catherine and James' views on climate are well-established, and their frustration with some of the News Corp and Fox coverage of the topic is also well-known. They're particularly disappointed with the ongoing denial among the news outlets in Australia, given obvious evidence to the contrary. What's the evidence to the... You've got these fires, and you're from Australia. You don't... You're not aware that they were started... 85% of them were started by arson. You're not aware of that? Remember, remember one of the guys they Unreal. they arrested hasn't gone to trial yet, obviously, but was a firefighter, right? Who was um, um, an accused sex offender, and so he oh, had geez. an ankle bracelet on. Yeah, and so they tracked him, and he showed up and, at all those fires. Well, he was yeah. Now his lawyer <laughs> says yeah, he was there to fight all these fires because uh-huh. you know that's what he does. Uh huh. But yeah. he showed up at seventeen different fires <laughs> at the same time they were starting. He started them, uh-huh. so I guess he could go and fight them. No, I think, well, or he's just maybe. a psycho. Yeah, I think that. I think that's it. Yeah. Plus, there were many others who are starting them on purpose as well. Uh, oh yeah, hundreds. Yeah. Yeah, and and like we said, somewhere around two hundred people have been arrested so far in these arson started fires. Is is arson? I... Is that is that like a, a new way of saying climate change? A new word? No, no, it's not. Cli- no. So it's a different it word. It is man-caused. Uh-huh. It does mean it was man-caused. <laughs> so from that standpoint, I guess they're right. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> it's a man-caused fire. Gotcha. Uh, so there they, there you go. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, And at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. It's an interesting story about uh, what's going on in Venezuela. Apparently, people are just getting so upset with the way things are going. They've kind of given up, and they're just going to the beach. <laughs> so, uh, what now? Yeah, they're they're just spending time at the the beaches in in Venezuela now. I guess are 
really overcrowded because everybody's going there to get their mind off how bad things are in the country. Mm. And there's nothing they could do. They're a little frustrated after all of this time. You know, you still have Juan Guaido, who is claiming to be yeah, what is the, the official one? president, but Maduro has the backing of the army, so we can't get him out of there. 57 countries have recognized uh, Guaido as the, uh, as the head of Venezuela. But he's not. <laughs> he's so... And I can't wait till you watch Jack Ryan season two. <clears throat> Me too. Uh, Me too. I'm very excited about so it. So Venezuela, I'm just looking at it. That's a mm. lot of beach there. Yeah. I, just, I didn't realize... Some really nice that. beaches. Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. So I mean, where, where do you go if you're there? I mean, seriously, what if you're in that position? What do you do? I don't know. They've. It's interesting because they talk to a lot of these people, people on the beach, and they're all frustrated. And they say they've just kind of gotten used to it. Now it's just how life is. Oh, no. Isn't that sad? No, see, now... So sad. Now it's been so long. We're getting into the generational effects where kids are growing up that never knew Mm -hmm. um, a a better way of life. Right. And that's dangerous because now they're going to grow up to, like you just said, accept it. And that's what they're doing. Even though inflation is... Approaching 200,000%. 200,000% inflation in Venezuela. Uh, sometimes by the time you get your salary for the month, the uh, you take that to the store and it's not enough to buy the things you bought last time at the store. In fact, um, some of the things like meat, we were talking about this I think yesterday or the day before. Yeah, yeah, the four ounces or whatever. Eight or nine pounds of meat went for uh, a certain wage. And what you could buy a nine pounds of meat for last year, you can only get less than one pound now. That's just amazing. Just amazing. And I don't don't know how long you can exist like that. Um, But until they get rid of Maduro and, and socialist policies... They're going to be struggling like this. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Oh, by the way, a new poll in Iowa shows uh, Joe Biden back in the lead. Mm. He's back up to twenty four percent support, up five points from the same poll in November. Bernie Sanders was second this time at eighteen. Buttigieg had seventeen, and Elizabeth Warren fifteen. Um. Wow. It was a Monmouth poll, which is actually a pretty respectable poll. Notable because 43% of the respondents said they're firmly decided on their top choice. That's up from 28% in November. Still, that left more than half saying they're at least open to the possibility of choosing another candidate, which is why it's interesting that this is a, a caucus. And when you're there at the caucus, you try to convince other people to vote with you. And that happens a lot. Sometimes people get swayed right there that night. So really hard to predict these things. Do you have a guess? Do you have a prediction for Iowa yet? I think Biden's going to win it. I think he's going to win. We'll see. But uh, either Biden or Sanders. I don't think Buttigieg is going to win. I I don't think people are quite comfortable with him yet. Uh, He hasn't made enough of a good impression on people for them to trust him to be, you know, commander in chief of the uh, of the superpower on the planet. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Imagine a world where you might not be able to train in groups with your firearm. 
That's happening right now in Virginia. And according to the law, you'd be guilty of unlawful paramilitary activity, which is a felony, if you assemble with one or more people for the purpose of training with, practicing with, or being instructed in the use of any firearm, intending to employ such training for use in or in furtherance of a civil disorder. Now, it is the government that decides what a civil disorder is. Uh, (laughs) So, I mean, you could be guilty of a felony. Thankfully, you can train in the comfort and convenience and privacy of your own home with iTarget Pro. iTarget Pro is awesome. It's fun. It's safe. It uses their app and a laser bullet, a caliber-specific laser bullet that you put in place of of an actual bullet, and it allows you to train safely right in your own home uh, with your actual firearm. So go to itargetpro.com, use the offer code PAT, and you'll get 10% off your first order plus free shipping. So don't let the government dictate when and where you can practice. Save time, save money, and take your skill to the next level safely and effectively with iTargetPro. iTargetPro.com, offer code PAT. Pat Gray, Unleashed. Traffic and weather together every seven minutes on the threes. 888-933-93. And in Pat Unleashed on Twitter where we where we find Swank Think. Uh, I've lived in minority communities, and the air and water was fine, mm-hmm. Tom. Also, it was the tightest community I've ever ever experienced. They actually talked to their neighbors and helped each other. <laughs> oh, that's stupid. That's ridiculous. I mean, what are you going to do that for? I mean, no one to stop typing. <laughs> Come on. That's ridiculous. Yeah, you know, I was kind of into it at first. Uh-huh. Then you find out they talked to it. Yeah. What? Yeah, so Come we on. lived... Uh, Come on now. We lived down in that third ward, as we mm-hmm. mentioned earlier, you know, the whitest people in the entire area, in the neighborhood... Yeah. Didn't have a problem with anybody, you know? Had some good conversations with people for two years. Then we moved from there in Houston, um, in in the urban center of Houston. We moved to the outskirts of Omaha, Nebraska, where the only thing between our apartment complex and the state of Wyoming was, you know, cornfields. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, within two weeks of being there, uh, my car stereo was stolen out of my vehicle. So, see? Mm-hmm. See? I mean... See. Yeah, it's the it's yeah. the suburban areas right. that you got to watch out for. That's right, obviously. From Kerry's fungible food stocks, <laughs> did Joe say he helped end ISIS's caliphate? Yeah, what? What? Uh, I couldn't understand what he was trying to say, and then I see that tweet, and now can we play? I didn't know there were Vice multiple caliphs. Wait, hang Warren on a second. Right. Hold on. Well, I want to I want him to finish. Uh-huh. Didn't know there were multiple caliphs in ISIS. <laughs> much less that they were in a tiff. Yeah, I didn't know that either. But apparently, he he mediated this thing and uh, and it stopped. But let's let's hear about the Kayla fight. Region. Vice President Biden is Senator Warren Wright. Well, I tell you what, there's a the difference between combat troops and leaving special forces in a position. I was part of the coalition that put together 68 countries to deal with stateless uh-huh. terror as okay. well as failed states. Not us alone. Right. 68 other countries. That's how we were able to defeat and and end the Kayla fight for ISIS. No, no way. Combat. doesn't even know what he's talking about. How did we miss that the first time? I don't time? know. Shame on us. Uh, thank you. The Kayla fight? He's talking about a caliphate. Yes, exactly. Kayla fight for ISIS. Kayla fight. The Kayla fight? Yeah, separate the Kaylas that were fighting in the Middle East. 
is he reading that answer? Where does that come from? Where do you get caliphate? He has a little note scribbled down. And it's and he can't this. read the word yeah. caliphate. That Who's, is Who pointed that out again? Uh Carrie's fungible food stocks. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so that tells us a uh-huh. lot. You know, you know uh, Carrie's fungible food stocks, uh-huh. right? Yeah. I, I like to call him Mr. Foon stocks. Uh, that's re- okay. So, real Tyler Morgan. Uh, thanks for catching. I'm that, man. glad you caught that because mm-hmm. I didn't. Eat, I it was such a weird word. Yeah. I don't think it even occurred just, to me. I just blew by it in my mind. I was like, okay, I don't know what he's trying to say trying there. Trying to talk about the caliphate. I and mean, he called clearly. It, uh, and then the caliphate for ISIS doesn't know Gotta what be kidding he's me. talking about. You have got to be kidding me. Caliphate again. You know, hey, David, say because it's so obvious. Oh, what if? Donald Trump had called a caliphate a caliphate. They'd be talking about impeaching him for that because he's so uninformed. He's such a buffoon. He's his mind is so screwed up. He doesn't even know what a caliphate is. Wow. Uh, let's see. From USSA <laughs> News, I watched five minutes of the debate because I couldn't reach the remote. <laughs> yeah, we don't have that excuse. Boy. From Kool Aid Drinker, uh, if we can print as <sighs> much money as we want. Then let's print a million dollars for every citizen. Everyone's rich. Poverty beaten. Wow. Exactly, right? Why did we think of that? Exactly right. Uh, We kind of did yesterday because we were talking about raising the minimum wage. We had that story from NPR that said, if you raise the minimum wage by $1 an hour, you will prevent 27,000 suicides. If you raise... This is in, from the same story. <laughs> if you raise the minimum wage $2 an hour, uh-huh. you will prevent 57,000 suicides. Well, how, how can you in good conscience stop there? Right. Let's prevent all death by raising the minimum wage to a million dollars a year or a million, $100,000 an hour. I'm on board. <laughs> I am on board. You know, and then... Uh, you'd have a really nice announcement from like the Sally Struthers and saving the children. <laughs> and in fact, in this case, she wouldn't just be saving children. She'd be saving everybody. Hi, I'm Sally Struthers. With your donation of just $40,000 per family per year, we can raise the minimum wage in America to over $100,000 per hour. <laughs> Saving over 26 million people per year. That's right. For less than the cost of the 150-acre cattle farm I just ate, you can help save every person who otherwise would have died during the year in our country. Thank you. (laughs) I mean, that's a lot of people. You You could do a lot of good. You really could. And if it's good, I mean, if you can save 57000 with $2 an hour, it's irresponsible not to raise it a heck of a lot more than that so you can save everybody. Let's save. Don't we have a moral obligation to save every living person we can? <laughs> oh, that's amazing. I, I, it, the things we have to discuss and talk about and uh, try to noodle out are just unbelievable. Unbelievable. Every day, it's something even more ludicrous than the last yeah, and here's here's one for you. Um, uh, when I was looking up to see, you know, real Tyler Morgan's uh, tweet there, uh, mm-hmm. he he just um, tweeted out. I didn't realize this. OK, Cupid has a tweet. It says, "On our app, you can filter out anybody who thinks climate change is fake news." 
So there wow. is a filter setting on OkCupid. That's amazing. It, uh, ah, this world, man. Yeah. Madness. Yeah. <laughs> Time to shut it down. You stop the world. Okay. Let me off. There we go. Uh, how, just turn it off. Roll up the roll how, up the sidewalk. How are things looking um, as far as colonizing Mars? Or do we have an update? It's a ways off. Dylan, Dylan, where, where, what's the latest on um, on being able to live on other planets, <laughs> the moon? <laughs> what do you mean, long time? It's not the answer I need. No, we need we need like it needs to be next week. It, yeah, well, you know, it needs to be day it one. It needs to be day one. <laughs> <laughs> ah. They are finding mysterious uh, repeating fast radio bursts, oh. though, uh, and at a nearby galaxy, which might mean life. I don't know. We don't know much about these uh, FRBs, the fast radio burst, mm-hmm. um, because we don't know exactly what's making these uh, things happen. Oh, but it's radio bursts. But they're radio bursts. Could it be radio? Hmm? E- e- yes, I guess. It could be a planet with could it be radio broadcasts on it. 1099 The Big Frog? Yes, it could. Broadcasting from yeah, the, the only station far reaches. beyond the bandwidth of your FM radio dial. And f- beyond the reach of the sun's rays? Huh, that's kind of interesting. Yeah, this, this is happening in a galaxy that is, I'm looking for, seems like it was only like 1,300 light years away. So no. at the speed of light, uh-huh. it would only take you 1,300 years to get there. So, you I know mean, what? they're like next door neighbor. Yeah, they're right at, on At this point, us. it's worth it. Did you see the debate last night? It's worth the it's trip. Worth it. Yeah, let's go. He's got no time for morons except Friday. It's Pat Gray Unleashed. Great to have you with us. 888 uh, At Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Of course, we're on uh, we're YouTube now. Uh, YouTube.com slash Pat Gray Unleashed. And we are joined by Stuber Gear, who's got a very exciting new show coming very soon. Very excited about it, Pat. In fact, you can go to YouTube.com slash Stu Does America and uh, sign up, subscribe for free, get every show for free, mm-hmm. um, which is uh, a lot right of fun. Do it right now. Thank you. Keith's doing it right now. So we have one subscriber. <laughs> uh, so, well, we will soon have one subscriber. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and we're excited about that. Please go and, uh, and sign up. It's going to be a really fun show. I understand you're talking a lot about hog futures and things. Yeah, hog futures. Yeah. Um, yep. Finally, be great. somebody. Finally. Yep. Yeah. Oh, Finally. Yes. For the first time since the early 70s um, yeah. on radio, will the hog futures be discussed? I mean, I just feel like... Finally. The American people need to talk about hogs uh, yes. more often. And their future. Uh, and the future. What, what's yes. the future of the hog? Usually, by the way, uh, in hog futures, the future for the hog, usually really dark, does not does not work out well for it the hog. often <laughs> involves uh, a slit throat yeah, it's, and some uh, bleeding. Yeah. So, There's a lot of videos on the internet. I yeah. don't encourage you. When you're at YouTube.com no. slash America or slash Pat Gray Unleashed, don't click around and look for them. This They're not This turned fun. dark, and I'm not sure how we got here. <laughs> I don't, <laughs> don't know. It just Quite seems, easily on this It just show. seems to do that yeah uh, we were doing the show yesterday and um we played a clip from john oh, Kerry, yeah uh which was just a, a normal you know a normal <laughs> typical idiotic john Kerry clip and it turned so dark <laughs> so fast for about 15 minutes <laughs> i loved too. it, yeah, it <laughs> i have no idea if america's like i would like to hear something else <laughs> uh, but we, we just kept pushing it that's what <laughs> we, we do awesome. <laughs> yes we did uh, so Vox has a unique idea. At least one of the reporters does. Um, they want to they want to split Washington D.C. into 127 states. 
<laughs> yeah. Which would bring the total yeah. in America to 177 states. Yes. Stu sends us interesting articles uh, on occasion, and this one definitely mm-hmm. got our attention. Well, I mean, you know, especially when I see something like this, which is, you know, uh, Pat is, is, is the man when it comes to knowing the Constitution and understanding the traditions and the foundations of this country. Mm. And this is just one of those things that, like, it is like almost like a fantasy league mm-hmm. type of thing. <laughs> exactly. Where someone's yeah. trying to basically screw over the founders and go against what they wished within the rules. And it's pretty it's pretty interesting. The idea being that you could pass any amendment you wanted as long as you craft this proposal correctly. And and you can the Constitution says you can add any state to the union um, with with a 50 percent uh, vote. Um, however, there are other rules about normal states if it's coming on, uh, like if you're going to divide, you know, uh, uh, I don't know, Florida into North Florida and South Florida, that w- there's all sorts of rules associated with that. Mm-hmm. But with Washington, D.C., it's all under control um, uh, of, I mean, it can be of Democrats, like it could be, of, of, right. of, you know, so if you take uh, this district and split it into 127 states. You then have 177 states, and to pass a constitutional amendment, you need, what is it, 130-something states. So you already have 127 to start. <laughs> you only just need five t- more. <laughs> you only need a few more. You can pass anything. Yeah. And this is something yeah. not, I mean, like, I think this would be an article I would Crazy. read and think it's kind of funny. However, this is coming from, like, a Harvard professor, and Vox treats it very seriously. Like, this. here's yeah. something maybe we should try. And you realize that the, the Constitution means absolutely nothing nothing to these people they come out and they say oh, you know yeah. listen to them talking about the impeachment they're talking about the impeachment oh wow we were we're just so glad we guarded the constitution and our constitutional duties i mean it is so fraudulent they don't care about any of this stuff um and you know it's stuff like this that really shows it off you know it's one thing to say that you uh that you care it's another thing to entertain moronic stuff like this and you know look pete Buttigieg is on stage last night who's supposedly a moderate in this field, which I've yet to really see the evidence of this moderation from Pete Buttigieg. This is mm-hmm. a guy who's running on packing the Supreme Court. Mm-hmm. Now, again, like you might be able to do that within the rules, but everyone rec- recognizes throughout history the efforts to pack the Supreme Court are, you know, awful miscarriages of justice, yeah. right? Um, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter because, you know, again, as we talked about on the radio show yesterday, if you're sufficiently left, if you want taxes sufficiently high enough, if you want abortion to be sufficiently easy, you can kind of get away with whatever you want uh, in our society. No mm-hmm. one seems to care. No one seems to criticize you. Um, that's why we're here. That's why you go to the YouTube page and you sign up to one of our pages because we do <laughs> need people um, who are going to point this stuff out and we need um, a, a place for them to live. And that's what the blaze provides, thankfully. I love that they they mention in this Vox article. Details aside, however, the wild thing about this Harvard Law Review proposal. Harvard Law yeah. Review proposed this mm-hmm. asinine uh, proposal is that it is absolutely 100% constitutional. <laughs> They're like amazed that they actually found something that's yeah. constitutional to propose. Hey, we can beat this constitutional system. We can. We can make a mockery out of it within the rules. It's ridiculous. It's, to be something that you, it's supposed to be something that you shoot for. Um, and usually they don't care about the rules. Let's be honest about it. They just do whatever the right. hell they want. And right. then, you know, maybe later on it winds up being unconstitutional. Here they're trying to stay within the rules. But like the way they're talking about it in the article is you would take this one city, which of course is what, 90% Democrat, uh-huh. and carve it up into 127 little regions, some of which are a block or two. 
right? And then you try. Yeah, you they're just, just taking 127 neighborhoods. I mean, yeah. congrats and making on them the states. Creativity. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 There's. But, yeah. There that, is a charm to it <laughs> from that perspective. <laughs> I must admit. Um, but you know, and then it is one of those things that you know. Every, there's no such thing as a perfect human document, right? Mm-hmm. You know, in the Constitution, um, I think one of the brilliance, uh, one of the pieces of brilliance from our founders was to realize that they were fallible, uh, that they weren't going to get this perfect right out of the chute. Um, mm-hmm. And wh- it's why they left in the opportunity to amend the Constitution. Now, you know, if you did a constitutional convention today, I think this would be one of the things you'd actually shut off. It would be a really small issue, but you'd want to shut something like this off. You'd want to take these ridiculous, outlandish sort of uh, ideas off the table, as unlikely as they are to actually happen. Uh, you know, you don't want to keep those things available no. to the next crazy person who gets in office. No, you don't. No, you do not. Uh, all right. So, what did you what did you think of the debate last night? Did you who who was the winner? I mean, I didn't think much happened. No, I didn't either. Uh, frankly, I, you know, I did a um, an Instagram uh, takeover. Oh, that was the only way to watch the debate is what <laughs> Stu did. He took over Blaze TV's Instagram channel. And um, can we put up some of the images from this because this is how to watch it? There, there you are doing a great impersonation of Tom Steyer. I mean, that's spot on, quite frankly. What else we got here? Uh, okay, there's the filter, the the nice. Afro filter on Tom Steyer. That makes him nice. actually watchable. Yeah, uh, yeah, it was watchable. Well, there's Pete Buttigieg <laughs> Pete with it. Buttigieg with the Afro. He looks better. He actually. does. He does. Oh, and then you got Elizabeth Warren <laughs> yeah. with a mustache. <laughs> no, that's a, and teeth. That's, that's her, her mouth. Yeah, is her giant big mouth. <laughs> Um, you get a good sense of her cheat. Oh, oh this I, was I loved your explanation. Yeah, of Bernie Sanders' little ear thing. This might have been my favorite part of the night where Bernie Sanders uh, can't hear <laughs> the question and he puts his hand up to his ear. We went frame by frame on this one. Yeah. He put his hand up to, to his ear and you see, first he cups behind his ear. And of course, what he's doing is he's trying to catch the incoming sound yeah. And, yeah. and push it towards his ear so he can hear more. And then he realizes that's not going to do enough so he folds the flap of folds his ear flap, yeah. this way to try to I don't know. Like it's just gonna like vibrate around inside, so he can actually hear the question. That's gonna be an interesting move when he's talking to Vladimir Putin. Uh, I don't know if that works, but that was a fun moment. Uh, oh, God. oh yeah, there it is. I mean, that's that I just says it all. I, I did hit the point. I just couldn't watch it anymore. I mean, it, it, Me and, and I think like there was funny moments throughout. I think there was a lot to mock, mm-hmm. but really, I didn't think it really shook the race up at all. Um, you know, I think. Uh, Sanders, there was a big back and forth between Sanders and Warren on this idea of whether Sanders said a woman couldn't win. And I think Sanders' defense, honestly, is really good on this. It's like, you know, you know he, he uh, the, the last president, uh, Hillary Clinton, ran as a woman. Obviously, she didn't win the election, but she won three million more votes. She won the popular vote, which, again, is not a, it's not a win. However, it cer- certainly indicates a woman could win, right? <laughs> if you could win more votes than the other guy, certainly she could have won. Maybe she, if she campaigned in the right area, she w- might have. Um, and he said it in 1988. Yeah, 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 and he said he has a, himself on record in 1988 saying a woman can win. Um, you know, her, her. This is an absolute hatchet job by Elizabeth yeah, Warren, um, trying to take out um, uh, War, uh, Bernie Sanders, um, and CNN seemingly was in on it. I mean, you know, she right. That was I mean, uh, that, the framing of their question. So why did you do that? So why did you do why that? Why would well, you say I didn't something do like it. that? I didn't do yeah, it. Yeah, but why did you? Right. She, then he, he has his whole defense. He again repeats he didn't do it, and then mm-hmm. he asks, "So Elizabeth, when he said it to you, what did you say?" 
It's like, uh, you're totally screwing uh, him unbelievable. over. Unbelievable. It was a CNN report, so theoretically they believe that this actually did happen. However, Washington, Washington Post has come out with reporting with sources on the other side saying it absolutely did not happen. Um, now, wow. no one really knows, uh, but uh, they're, they're, the other case was she, he uh. mentioned that, and this is believable to me. Sanders saying to Warren, hey, like, if a woman runs, Donald Trump is going to use all of his misogyny and he's going to attack you in unfair ways. Like, that is, a, it's yeah, number one plausible. That could have happened. Number two, like, if you're a Democrat, totally true, right? Like, you're, of course, that's what you believe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, whether that's actually true or not is a whole other story. But, you know, that is a, that's totally believable. She takes it, she leaks it. She puts it in the worst framing possible and then gets on stage and tries to act like they're buddies. Yeah. I mean, she is just well, awful. Except he extended his hand to her to shake her hand at the end of it. She wouldn't. Yeah, look at this. She look at just this. left uh, him hanging. No, thanks. Go back she and watch this. She is such a small uh, little nope. person. Look at that. Wow. Yeah, that's I weird. mean, come on. Yeah, that's weird. I mean, because she, she seems to seem still be talking to him. Maybe she uh, sneezed on her hand right before maybe. that. That might yeah, have been and it. She didn't want to pass the germs yeah, along. Yeah, she's That's trying to be safe. It's so right. thoughtful. She's yes. protecting people. Um, right. Yeah, I, I, it was. It was. I, I feel like a debate like that, where you get no big wins, you get beat Buttigieg being Pete Buttigieg, who never gives you anything other than a B answer. It's never mm-hmm. an A plus, but it's never an F. I mean, he's a fine candidate, but he's not exciting. You right. know, w- you know, Biden's closing statement was actually really strong, I thought. Um, but, you know, he was up and down as usual, like flubbing stuff all over the place. Klobuchar, I thought, was a little bit better. Keith was mentioning how bad she was. It was a little bit better than that, I th- you know, but she's too far behind to have a little bit better than... Yeah, I'm too distracted by her bouncy hair. I just can't she, take they, the It does bounce. bounce. I mean, it does it bounce. Just, Drives me nuts. Uh, and, you know, I mean, Tom Steyer, I mean, who even knows who he is? Sucks. He um, doesn't know who he is, it he's, appears. He's awful. Yeah. I, it really is one of those Day things. one, he declares a climate emergency? Yes. Oh, yes. Okay. Uh, th- no. No, thank you. Yeah. I mean, and that is, of course, one of the scary things about the whole national emergency talk that Which we've had. Which is what we've said would yeah. happen, and he's just alluded to it. Yes. So he promised so, it. To me, overall, this helps Biden, right? I mean, yeah, you I know, think so. I think there's a good chance yeah. of Biden losing Iowa. I don't necessarily think he's the favorite there, uh, but he's still the favorite in the election. And He's uh, ahead in the Monmouth poll that just came out. Yep, ahead in Monmouth, uh, da- but fourth in Des Moines Register. Yeah, so, so who knows? I, I don't... It's hard to, for me as a viewer to see how there could be a lot of passion for Joe Biden yeah. in this race. He, yeah. doesn't, he doesn't seem like a great candidate. There's none of this thing. He doesn't, he doesn't elicit I, a lot of passion. He just like elicits this like retroactive return to what they see as normal, which is comfort. the Barack Obama administration. Yes, they he's comfortable. He's yeah. like an old shoe yeah. that choice. fits okay. A really old shoe though, yeah. Pat. A really, like a 78 year old shoe. It's been worn yeah. a lot Quite of a times. Yeah. yeah. And it's got some holes. A lot of holes. The, it smells. Sole. I will yeah. say yeah. the shoe smells. <laughs> Need to wipe Wipe it uh, off before you enter. <laughs> it right. stepped in something. Uh, remind me again who the Eagles play this weekend. Oh, oh that's right. They wow. don't. Oh, dang it. Oh, that's right. It's my team. The Packers that are in the uh, championship. Wow. This is, uh, and I don't remember mm. being like this every time BYU loses for the no, fourth you time. You, but you, I, thank you. You thank took you. such advantage of the Eagles Super Bowl victory. Oh, that's true. We got to throw a little bit. Oh, yeah. No, oh, believe me. I'm still taking advantage of it. I know you are. To this moment. I, I, I don't care about anything that's happening are. in the world. To this moment, I'm still happy about that from two years ago. So, how's it feel? Are are, are Eagles fans souring on Carson Wentz? No, I don't think I don't think that's real. Largely, I really? mean, especially the, after this year, where um, you know they were 
basically a mash unit. I mean, everybody <laughs> no. on the team yeah, is a lot hurt. Of, they, lot of injuries. They had eight mm. of their eleven starters uh, out or on IR um, by the end of the year on offense. So I mean, he has nobody. He's on third mm-hmm. string everywhere, um, and he pushed them from for four straight wins they to get still into the, got playoffs. To the playoffs. He played. That's what, yeah. that's what kills me. Your team makes the playoffs with all those injuries. Your team in 2011 um, wins the Super Bowl with all those injuries. Yeah. It's like my team suffers one injury, and it's just like, eh, <laughs> I'll see you next year. We're good. Uh, do, I mean, you guys tough. have depth. Mm. You know, I don't. I mean, but the Eagles didn't have depth. I mean, they were pulling guys off the the pra- that practice is true. squad, the wide receiver especially, and, right? And Wentz played so well in those games. He's still he's the only quarterback in history with I think it's it's more than twenty five touchdowns uh, and less than yeah, ten interceptions. I think in his first four years, the only quarterback oh, in history. Really? He's the. Uh, no. I mean, other quarterbacks will probably you know like a Mahomes might very much you know do that yeah. when he gets to his fourth year. Uh, you know, and and look, he he. he he had his ups and downs. He had a couple of really bad games this year, but generally speaking, he's over 4,000 yards, but most yards in the Eagles history. I feel bad for him, man. He, and he's played, by the way, over 80% of this game since he came into the league. I mean, people keep saying he gets hurt and he, and look, he's got, he's had injuries at the end of the year and it's been tough to watch. I mean, that was really tough to watch uh, with against Seattle because here's a guy, he, he single-handedly willed them into the playoffs mm-hmm. and then to get hurt after three passes is just crushing. Um, yeah. But I mean, again, this is the league. He gets hit. He, they, he went to the sidelines, gets hit by Jadavion Clowney and, and, and a pretty ch- cheap shot. Yeah, it was. Um, it was totally. Um, that cost him the yeah, game. It was. And it cost him. I think probably did cost him the game. He goes to the sidelines and he's still trying to go through. And, and, and the backup quarterback is like, uh, are you OK? Like he's not. They're having conversations. He's not making any sense. Oh. He says something's going on. They bring him to the they bring him to the, uh, you know, for the concussion test. He fails it. League rules are he's out. There's no coming back. As yeah. soon as you fail that test, you're out. And it's like, you know, that is not a that's not an injury prone guy sort of move. That is just a move. You know, that's the league rules. Again, probably 10 years ago. He's probably back in that game. Um, it's probably better uh, for his future that, he, that this didn't wind up this way. Yeah. Um, but, you know, again, I, I, I really wanted him to come back in the game. Speaking yeah. of injuries, you see Luke. Keekley? Yeah. Retired? Retired. Already? Well, all, 28 know. years old. Retired. One of the Seven best. Seasons, yeah. Yeah. For wow. linebackers uh, in the league. Yeah. It, it is. A, it, you know, it's a scary time. And I, I think, I like, think they're really starting to be concerned about their heads. About, you know, anytime they get concussions and uh, and all this talk about the concussions, I, I think it's freaking some of them out. It's a weird time for sports. I mean, you've got uh, the Houston Astros situation, too. Oh, yeah. Where, like, <laughs> I mean, and I, I, I know she bragged about the Packers, didn't hear too much Astros talk from you today. Uh-huh. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, now the, 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 the Red Sox. Uh, uh, manager fired after winning a year after winning a World Series. Yep. Uh, I mean, it, it is a bizarre time in sports. It is, um, and you kind of, you, you know, I don't know. It, it at least keeps the world interesting. Mm. I mean, it was a heck of a lot more interesting than anything Amy Klobuchar said last night. That's for sure. <laughs> I'll say that. That's I'll for sure. That. All right. Oh, you got to get ready for uh, Glenn Show. Thanks I for do. joining us. If I could, you, uh, YouTube.com slash Stu Does America. You if you go to StuDoesAmerica.com, mm-hmm. I would love for you to click on any of the links of social and or, or podcast wherever you get your podcast. It's going to be free every day, podcast on YouTube. Of mm-hmm. course, on, uh, with your Blaze TV subscription as well. I encourage you, please sign up and uh, join us. We're going to be starting some content next week. And then February 4th, 
the full show launches oh, wow. uh, the day after the the uh, the caucus, which should be a lot of fun. Oh so, yes, please yeah. join us. Well, All you're right. everywhere. You're you're ubiquitous. That's going to be That's our me. word for the day. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Thank Stu. <laughs> Very Appreciate nice. it. Okay. All right, let's say uh, two patheads went to the same auto dealership to buy the same car. Uh, number one had slightly below average credit, maybe maybe a couple of late payments, uh, like a lot of us. Number two was smart before she car shopped, and it had to be a she because uh-huh. he right. can't. Uh, he wouldn't be smart like this. <laughs> she called creditrepair.com for actual information from an actual human being. Uh-huh. In just minutes, creditrepair.com advisors shared her credit score and report uh, and the report summary for free. Then they pointed out items that could cause her to pay more for her car and how she could work to fix them. In the end, she made sure her report was fair and accurate before applying for the loan. That makes all the difference. Look, if you're, if you're thinking about buying a car, refinancing your home, or applying for credit, whatever, all creditrepair.com, call them first. Creditrepair.com, go there. Uh, get your free credit score and report, plus smart advice from actual humans on how you can improve your credit score. Call 800 551 9835. 800 551 9835. Not available in all states, including Georgia, Mississippi, Ohio, Oregon, and South Carolina. 800 551 9835. CreditRepair.com. It's Pat Gray unleashed on the Blaze. Triple Eight, 93 and Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, hey, they found a gigantic new galaxy. Oh, they, is there room for us? Uh, yes. Yes. Yes, there is. This might be our form of refuge. We just get to this galaxy and okay. everything's going to be normal again. All right. Uh, it's a. It's kind of a drive. <laughs> it's a okay. Li- it's a little bit out there. I'm still listening, though. Um, but this thing is... 463,000 light years across. Traveling at the speed of light. Okay. It would take you 463,000 years to get across this galaxy. That's how big it is. Wow. Good gosh. That sounds like the the size of the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex. Right? I mean, it's pretty wide. (laughs) It's like like the, the megaplex of galaxies. It is. Okay. UGC, and they came up with a really catchy name for it, too. What do we got? UGC 2885. <laughs> UGC 2885. Doesn't exactly flow, but no. you get used to it. Has a uh, sleepy, supermassive black hole right in the middle of it. Oh, it's like a, a, like a halfway point. And we believe it to be the biggest galaxy in the universe. It's about two and a half times wider than our galaxy, the Milky Way. And it's about it has maybe ten times as many stars. I think our galaxy is 75,000 light years across. This is 463,000 light years. Wow. That's just amazing. That's a big boy. But lots so, of room. Lots of room lots to stretch room. out. And, uh, That's right. Everybody can have their own uh, right. uh, place to hang out and, and not bug everybody <laughs> else with their stupid thoughts about climate change and crap yes. like that. Yes. You worry about your side of the galaxy. Uh, we'll worry about ours. <laughs> uh, so they presented... 
uh, the find at the 235th meeting of the American Astronomical Society in Honolulu. That's a good place we to have that. your Normally, meeting. we get there, but yeah, we since do. it's it's on an island way right. out in the Pacific this year, mm-hmm. nope. Mm-hmm. Couldn't make it. It's just isolated out there in space. Uh, I don't know how they missed it all this time. Something that big, you would think you'd be able to see it. Oh, I'm sorry. Right? I thought scientists knew everything about everything. I know. So they're surprised huh. that it's out there, and they're surprised yes. that they've missed it before. And they're surprised that it can be that big. Well, then. That's a lot of surprises for people sure who is. know everything. I mean. Huh. Isn't that's that... the problem. Why is it every story that we have, scientists were surprised. Scientists didn't know this. Scientists had always thought this about this. And oh my goodness, but I thought you guys knew everything. Mm. Yeah. How come they didn't? Uh-huh. Uh, how come we're so stupid if we don't believe everything they say? Yeah. Yeah. You got OK Cupid warning <sighs> potential mates that, uh, oh, look, uh, if you want to filter out the people that don't believe in climate change, mm-hmm. I mean, madness by the way we were talking football a few minutes ago with uh with Stu. uh it looks like tom brady and his family have already moved from massachusetts they already left wait where are they greenwich connecticut so i mean they're not that far just in case he goes back to the patriots Uh but he left brookline massachusetts and now he lives in greenwich which man that's that's a nice area so he's still technically in new england yes he is (laughs) yes he is uh, well, that's weird, though. But they also cleaned out their uh, Giselle's her pod. Bo- yeah, her pod? pod for the for the in the luxury box. Uh, oh, they, said they took everything out of it, and they've never done that before. <laughs> so is Tom Brady going back to the Patriots next year? I nah, don't they. Know. You know what? They combine trips. See, think about it. You don't want to have to go back there if you forget something. Let's just you know what? Let's just take it all right now. That way, you don't have to worry about coming back later. But it right. sounds like uh, that's sounds like it might be over in in New England. God. Now he says he didn't have any idea. He hadn't even thought of that yet. I I don't believe that. Oh, I don't believe that for a second. I don't either. Oh. You're not purchasing homes and cleaning out lockers if you haven't even thought of it. <laughs> you you're not doing any of that. Uh, you that you can't help but think about where am I going to be next year? Oh no. Uh, and I think he's going to be in Carolina. In, Sa- in San Diego next year. <laughs> well, Los Angeles. Los Angeles. Los Angeles Chargers. That's what everybody seems to be saying. Ah, uh, the Chargers. The Chargers are going to get in. The Chargers. That's assuming, I think, Philip Rivers leaves, right? And retires. Or did he, he hasn't retired yet. No, he hasn't retired. Right? I mean, there's some games where you thought he might want to retire before the end of the fourth quarter. <laughs> yes. But, uh, yes. man, that's weird. Yeah, it is weird. Let's see what happens. Interesting. Hmm. Good. We'll keep an eye on that. Uh, all right. We'll be back here uh, bright and early tomorrow. I'm Pat Gray Unleashed. See you then.